Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is John Drabert. So glad that you could be with us today. We are starting a new four-part series on the Sermon on the Mount, and it will be terrific. Hey, summer camp is coming. In fact, registration has already opened. It opened February 1st, and this year, summer camp registrations have come in as faster than any other summer or any other start to our registration. So I hope you get on the ball and get registered, get your friends registered so that you can come to Covenant Bay and have a summer like no other. It is going to be a fabulous time where we learn about God, we make some new friends, and we have some amazing memories that will continue to shape us and form us for a lifetime. So I hope you can be there go onto our website, covenantbay.ca, and you can get all the details there and a link to register. So the Sermon on the Mount starts with the Beatitudes, and we're going to be looking at the Beatitudes and how they can help us live in a life that is blessed by God, regardless of the hardships or the circumstances that we might uh, face in life. So the Sermon on the Mount starts with the Beatitudes, and you can find it in Matthew chapter 5, verses 3 to 12. Now, this series of blessings or statements that Jesus gives is, uh, he always has blessed is he, or depending on your, how your translation reads, he, he refers to how people live within a blessing. And it's kind of this bizarre thing because it doesn't really seem like the person who's getting blessed is really doing much of anything. In fact, maybe that's the point. Now, these are a bizarre set of statements, and they seem kind of backwards. Statements that uh, describe characteristics or hardships or difficulties within life. And these statements, like I said, are seem backwards. They seem contrary to logic and thought, but it is just what Jesus is teaching. And as we dive a little bit deeper into them, we actually see that they make a lot of sense. So you can find, like I said, the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5, verses 3 to 12. So let me read it here. God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who are hungry and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things about you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be glad, very glad, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. So many of the Jews at this time thought that the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven would come via military might and and war. And these teachings uh, of Jesus, of the kingdom of God, are radically different than that. 
And they may have, they likely would have left some of the Jews who were listening to this teaching of Jesus quite frustrated as they gave, gave no hint whatsoever of them overthrowing or someone overthrowing the Roman Empire who was ruling in Israel at the time. Now, generally speaking, we're all looking for an easy way to follow God. And the Jews at this time, well, they were no different. They wanted the Romans out and they wanted their own government in because that would have been easier or better for them. But following God isn't just getting our way. In fact, a lot of things we don't get our way and and it's quite frustrating. It's hard and it's difficult and and God's kingdom is coming and is come in the midst of the hardship and the difficulties of life, the things that we don't get. Now, Jesus describes a path and a set of um, character qualities that are anything but glamorous. And it doesn't really gratify you know, our itch for vengeance when we want to see vengeance or justice displayed because, you know, particularly for these Rome, uh, for these Jews who were angry and frustrated with this Roman Empire. And it doesn't scratch our itch for pleasure either. In fact, it really doesn't do any of those things for us. It looks like a hard path. It's not glamorous. It's difficult. It's saying no to ourselves in so many ways and yes to things that are, well, not gratifying our own desires of some, of some sort. And so it's a hard path. Yet those who live this way and live in this path, who live in the presence of God in his kingdom, well, they're blessed. And so, but we look at this and we think, how can they be blessed? Like I said, it looks backward. It doesn't, it looks contrary to typical logic or wisdom. Now, how can, like, for example, how can a person who is poor find blessing? Or, or somebody who is grieving, or somebody who is quite humble, <laughs> somebody who's seeking justice, is there blessing in the fight for justice? For somebody who's needing to show mercy, is there any blessing within that? I mean, mercy costs us all something when we have to forgive. The pure-hearted have said no to the things of this world, Where's the good in that, in this worldly perspective, right? The peacemakers, the persecuted. It seems like all these things from the lens of this world, the perspective of this world, it just doesn't seem like they have a whole lot of blessing in their life. These things in and of themselves don't necessarily bring blessing, do they? But when we pursue these things, whether it's living in the midst of hardship and pain or for some persecution or grief, or pursuing these character qualities, we begin to live more and more within the kingdom of God. And when we live within the kingdom of God, we live in the presence of Jesus Christ. And when we live in the presence of Jesus Christ, there is blessings within that. So the Beatitudes give us a snapshot for how Jesus would describe people who live within blessing or are blessed by God, even in the midst of hardship or even persecution. As a Christian, 
You can live out these character qualities daily. And you can do this because, the, because of the work of the Holy Spirit within you. We can enjoy God's blessings regardless of the circumstances you find yourself in, regardless of how well you feel like you are pursuing some of the virtues that Christ has described in this teaching. You can enjoy these blessings because as we pursue these virtues or these character qualities, as we find ourselves in these circumstances, God sees you. God sees you and he loves you and he wants to bless you. And so pursue him, pursue his kingdom, and you'll find that you'll be in the presence of God. And when you're in the presence of God, there's blessing. So align yourself with him. Align yourself with the kingdom of God, not of this world, and you will walk in his light and you will bring glory to God. Every week there's three discussion questions, and I would really encourage you to listen to this with a friend or uh, give them a call, or you can message each other and talk about some of these things. But really important that you're connecting with somebody at a really deep heart level uh, about your relationship with God. And these discussion questions help you do that. All right, question number one. Read through the Beatitudes and select one that is difficult for you. Describe to your friends why you chose that particular Beatitude. Hit pause and share. Question number two. Select another Beatitude. How is this Beatitude contrary to how the world acts or thinks? Hit pause and discuss. And question number three. Read Matthew chapter 5 verses 11 and 12. How do you feel about following Jesus in light of his teaching about persecution and hardship? Hit pause and share. Hey, thank you so much for joining me on the Bible Story Podcast. Close your time together. Go around in a circle and get some requests from one another and pray. And encourage each other throughout this week. Now, this could be as simple as uh, messaging or texting a friend, a passage of scripture or a prayer, or maybe just it's an invite to hang out later on in the week and you can encourage one another in your faith journeys together. Hey, remember that summer camp registration has begun and summer camps are filling up quickly, more quickly than ever before. And we want to see you and your friend at Covenant Bay for a summer like no other. So be sure to get your parents to get you registered and we want to see you there. Have a great week and I'm praying for each one of you. Take care.